listening to the sermon podcast from Christ Lutheran Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We are honored that you are with us. At Christ Church, we believe God is alive in Holy Scripture, inspiring, challenging, and guiding us today. At Christ Church, we bring our hopes, our pain, our questions, and our doubts, and our faith as we journey together through the Bible, trusting Jesus to meet us here full of grace. Christ Lutheran Church is a special place of healing. May the healing love of God bless you today. Thank you for joining us here. Um, So we are in this sermon series uh, for Advent, and it's focused on the carols, the Christmas carols of the season, Um, but really not just the Christmas carols, also the Advent carols. We sing these songs... um, just really about once a year, and they really kind of make us feel the spirit of the season. But have you ever really, have you ever like sung a song so many times and then finally you're like, wait, that's what it says? Like, that's what it means? I mean, and I think that could happen here, that we're singing our hymns, but have you ever really thought about what we are singing, what those words mean? So this Advent, we're looking at the carols specifically for our inspiration, for our joy, for them to teach us uh, something about a God. And uh, so today we are considering the Christmas carol, Angels We Have Heard on High, and the music that uh, Susan has selected for us, you'll hear all weaves this theme of angels uh, throughout it. So our first hymn was the story of Uh, Angel Gabriel appearing to Mary uh, in that interaction. Uh, And then we're going to have angels we have heard on high. So if you would please rise in body or in spirit. The Holy Gospel according to Luke in the second chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. So in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then... The angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. For see, uh, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. Um, You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly, then, there were with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, peace among those whom he favors. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Let us pray. Holy God, as we receive your word, In this Advent season, prepare our hearts to receive you afresh. 
And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So um, I was wondering, as I kind of was, was, was talking with the kids about, I'm wondering also where you sing. Like, where do you sing? I mean, you, do, you sing at church. I, I hear you. At least I, I, I hope that you lend your voice to this congregational choir. Even sometimes you can't help it. But I'm wondering, where else do you sing? Do you, do you sing somewhere else? Do you, like, in the car? No. In the shower? Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you sing with your guitar to your dog. I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe you sing while you're washing the dishes or making some supper. You know, one of my favorite things here, when the weather turns nice in the spring, that first time, uh, the people of Harrisburg are pulled out of their houses as if by an alien tractor beam all, all at once to, to run and to walk and to, to lay in any bit of warmth before the winter snaps back again because it was all a big trick. But that first warm time, uh, what, what I love is down 13th Street, right outside the church, the number of, of our neighbors who uh, walk around with their headphones on but not because they are uh, trying to block out the world. Um, because these folks, I, what I love is that they are singing what, is, what they're listening to as loud as they possibly can. Uh, I, I admire that, that, that how they will strut down the block, head held high, belting out for all to hear. You, you know what I'm talking about. I see the heads nodding belting it out, music that only they can hear. Some will even dance down the streets as they're listening and singing. It's beautiful, really. It's, it's fearless. It is strange, this sharing of music. And, you know, they, they aren't singing for me because they barely even are aware that I am there. They are singing for themselves as loud as they possibly can, joyously, sometimes a little defiantly, aggressively. Boldly, Do you ever sing like that? Boldly. Sometimes when we are singing one of those beloved old hymns here in church, just the, your favorite, I can hear boldness break through and hear individual voices. And it is beautiful. I hear you boldly singing, fearlessly lifting your voice, and not for the sake of anyone else. It's just you and God, and it's glorious. But I'm going to go out on a limb and, and say that for most of you, this here in church is maybe the only place that you sing with other people. Have you ever thought about that, singing with other people? Like, we don't really do that any other places, unless you're part of a choir or, or a band. Like if you were at work and someone said, hey, let's sing some songs together. You would think that was pretty weird. It's odd, an odd place to sing. I don't know, at Amazon, do folks get into the spirit and sing together a little bit sometimes? I could see that. I could see that. 
Um, or why grocery shopping? Wouldn't it be strange why people are, are grabbing cereal and, and asking for the manager and, and ringing up groceries if, if they all started singing together? It would be odd. I think it would be better for it if that happened. Wouldn't it be pretty wonderful, too? <laughs> I bet that the shepherds sang. I bet that they sang to their sheep. They sang to each other. They sang their old folk tunes. They, they made up songs, I'm sure. They came up with, with little originals. And I wonder if they were singing something soft and sweet that night when the curtain of heaven was opened and then suddenly a choir of angels was there. At first, the shepherds were scared out of their minds. That, that stained glass window depicts a little bit of the, the surprise. Wouldn't you be? You're humming to your sheep and suddenly there's the glory of the Lord shining all around you. But once their eyes adjusted to the light and they heard the song and they caught the lyrics, what the angels were singing, soon enough, the shepherds were singing the very same song, and that is Gloria. The Christmas carol, Angels We Have Heard on High, is about this particular moment when the shepherds and the angels meet. It's a carol that was written in France, and we don't know exactly who. We know some folks who interpreted it and, and brought it uh, into our consciousness. The original is called Les Angers dans nos campagnes, Angels in Our Countryside. It's a story about a conversation about this, this most, on this most unusual evening, because apparently all of the noise or the caroling had stirred up some villagers. Perhaps they sleepily looked out their windows when they saw the light out in the countryside, when they heard the singing. And what's funny is they immediately suspected, oh, angels. Angels. A bright light, singing, it must be angels. And so they go to investigate. W wouldn't you? Or maybe, I think is more some, some of the way these days, uh, we would call the police or at least check the neighborhood Facebook page at 2.30 in the morning and find out, is it fireworks or gunshots? The dogs are upset. Is it a party that we need to report? But that's not what happens here. These town folks, they uh, get up and they go and see for themselves and they find these shepherds and they say to the shepherds, they say, we heard angels sweetly singing. Their song was echoing back to us off of the mountains. So we're up and we're wondering what is going on? Because they were singing Gloria in excelsis Deo, which is Latin for glory to God in the highest. Now, if there were angels singing in our countryside, but you only heard them, you didn't see them for yourselves, what would your questions be to these shepherds? Well, I would want to know what they look like. We, we don't know that they looked like they are depicted there in that stained glass window. But 
for these town folks, they have to first confront the fact that when they arrive on the scene, the shepherds are themselves now singing. The angels, the multitude of heavenly hosts had vanished back into the heavens, but their song has gotten stuck in the heart and the heads of the shepherds. So the people sing back to the shepherds who are singing. Shepherds, they ask, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong? Meaning, why are you so happy and why are you still singing? What the gladsome tidings be which inspire your heavenly song? Well, it's glory. Glory to God in the highest. That word gloria comes from the Latin word gloria, and that original Greek word, which is translated as gloria, is actually in Greek, it's doxa, which means praise. Gloria means praise. It's where we get the word doxology, which means words of praise. Doxology is what we do when we are singing our hymns. We are not just entertaining ourselves, we are praising God, doxology, words of praise. St. Augustine, the fourth century African bishop, he defined a hymn as the praise of God in song. You can speak doxology, you can write doxology, uh, but when you sing doxology, it's a hymn. But you can, you can even text doxology, which our sister Anna Marie did to me while I was writing the sermon. I got a text from Anna Marie, and she was updating me on her recovery from her surgery last week. And her doxology read, Hello, Pastor Drew. I went to my doctor today. It's 12 weeks walking on a cane, no lifting. I'm good. No pain. Yahoo! And then five emojis of celebration. And then she said, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sister Anna Marie, and five more celebration emojis. That's glory. That is doxology. You put that text to music and you've got a hymn. Now, Luke, he doesn't actually say that the angels were singing. Did you notice that? If you look at your text, it says they say. They say. But we imagine we remember this doxological moment as one of music. That's their glory. That they weren't just talking, that they were singing. It's the hymn of praise, angels we have heard on high, that has a lot to do with how we imagine music to be a part of this moment of heavenly praise in the gospel. It's the carol that tells us they were singing, sweetly even. And that inspired the shepherd's heavenly song. So sure, we can speak praise, we can text praise. But you know what? If you've been around Anna Marie long enough, when you hear her say something like that in that text, you know the next thing she's singing. In a moment's notice, she will sing the praise that she speaks because there's something even more potent about that. The Bible, it actually commands us to sing. The word sing appears almost 200 times in the Bible. Music is up and down the Bible. It's in nearly every book. And all kinds of instruments and, and dancing and shouting praise, it's, it's all there. 
Folks in the Bible, they don't just sing about God in worship services with their hymnals. They sing about God whenever and wherever beauty strikes them. They sing about God whenever and wherever they are overwhelmed with gratitude. They sing. And we are told to do so as well. Isaiah 12 tells us, sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. And let this be known to all of the earth. Shout aloud and sing for joy. Singing is the most significant form of praise. And it doesn't matter how it sounds, but that it is coming from a pure and creative place in you. And I want to say it's also okay to not feel like singing. Sometimes it is hard to sing. It can be hard to sing if your heart is broken. Sometimes if there are tears in my eyes, which will happen sometimes when we're singing, and my throat catches, I really can't sing. I try to get the words out. I can't. It's okay to not feel like singing, not be able to sing. But what we should know is we are invited. We are encouraged to sing when we can praise and thanksgiving to God. We can even sing as the shepherds do. We can sing the good news, the message itself. When the angels are asked uh, what, when the shepherds are asked what the angels told them that got them so stirred up, what inspired their heavenly song? Well, here's what they sang in reply. They said, well, come to Bethlehem and see him whose birth the angels sing. Come, adore on bended knee, Christ the Lord, the newborn king. Their song ends with an invitation, a call to come and see, come and experience the gift of faith in Jesus Christ. Come and join their joyful community of praise. They cannot help but share the good news. That is why they sing. Like the folks who are walking down the street in springtime, they cannot help but sing. The shepherds belt it out for all to hear. They sing the good news of Jesus' birth, the promise of his kingdom, the invitation to join him in both service and worship. Friends, in these cold days of, that are only growing darker, why do you think we light candles? So we can see. We're bringing light, literally, into the world. We know the promise of Jesus Christ to love us conditionally. We know the promise of the forgiveness of sins. We know what it is to be welcomed into true community, discipleship, into belonging. We know what the shepherds were told, that Christ has come into the world bringing light. And today we have that opportunity to be that beaming source of light, to be that sound of praise echoing down 13th Street, down Market and Dairy, bouncing off the mountains and rolling down the river. Our song is the ancient hymn of praise, but new and real this morning. So let the light of Christ shining from us 
be the praise of God streaming into the world, which stirs the community to come and see. Church, why this jubilee? Christ Lutheran, why this jubilee? Why do you sing? Why your joyous strains prolong? What the gladsome tidings be which inspire your heavenly song? To which we reply, Gloria, come and see. So let us sing together our hymn of praise and then let us take it from this place into the world. Because Gloria in excelsis Deo. Amen. We are glad that you joined us today for the sermon podcast from Christ Lutheran Church, Harrisburg. We welcome you to visit us in person if you're in the area. Visit our website, ChristHarrisburg.org, to find out more about our church and the free medical clinics we offer here. That's ChristHarrisburg.org. The music at the top and that you hear now is by Shane Ivers. May God be with you until we meet again.